This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It's a Monday, and uh, Al and I have just gotten back from BGC. We did the show this morning. Um, for charity, which was fun. We were over there. Boomer and Craig are still there doing whatever they do. I have no idea. Literally at 10.02, Al looked at me and gave me the nod like, we've ready? And I said, sure, and here we are. And we ended up uh, on a New York City subway, Jerry, something that you and I do not do very often. Yes, and got recognized because, quite frankly, we're stars. We're very big stars. A um, retired NYPD recognized your USA shirt. Yes. From the TV this morning. It was very nice to us. Which of all things that I never thought would get picked on this morning would have been this shirt, which I specifically bought yesterday. Uh, I was out in the morning. I had to pick a couple, pick up a couple of things and saw it in a Kohl's. And I grabbed it. I'm like, you know what? Let's wear something USA. I have a couple of them, but I've worn them recently. I'm like, I don't want to wear the same thing again. I figured for the day, I was looking for a collared shirt. I didn't find one. I thought this was okay. Can I do an over-under on a USA red T-shirt at Kohl's? Yes. Price-wise. Sure. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the over-under at fourteen ninety nine. Over. Over. Yeah, which surprised me. Was it Was it under nineteen ninety nine? No, it was not. No, we're it, very close now. Okay, twenty two ninety nine. Now under. $21.99. All right. So they were taking a little advantage of the USA-themed um, Which 9 11 day. And my wife said to me, she goes, you know, you go back tomorrow or Tuesday, it'll probably be nine ninety nine. Right. I said, you know what? You're probably right. But I wanted to have it for this morning. You so wanted whatever. it for the day after 9-11, Jerry. I just thought with what where we were going and what we were representing, I thought it was a nice shirt to wear. That's all. Now, I'm not a big college football fan like you are. I don't know. Do you watch college football? Only the ones I announce. Oh, I the Columbia games. Yes. I don't either. No, but, I honestly just don't have any interest in it. But this college game day on ESPN is a very popular program. Yes. yes you would say that. Definitely yes, no true. question. Absolutely. And people go there and, and hold up hilarious signs behind the broadcasters and that hoping is. to get on television. I've seen it often. So this one smart kid uh, wrote a gigantic sign that said, Hi, Mom, send beer money. 
and he put uh, his uh, ID for something called a uh, Venmo, Venmo account, which I don't know what it is, but evidently either. it's an account where you can send and receive money. And I'm, by the way, I bet you Google's going to buy buy it for $35 million yeah, next week. $35 million. Right. Uh, so he, he said he needed beer money. He put his uh, ID on there where, where you could send him money, and more than 2,000 people donated to his beer fund. Come on. That's awesome. That is tremendous. And how about this? This seems a little cheap. Venmo or Venmo, whatever I'm saying that. How do you spell it? V-E-N-M-O. Venmo. Venmo. Okay. So Venmo saw this and was getting a ton of publicity for it. Right. So what did they do, Jerry? They donated, but $50. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, they've got they got so much free advertising for this thing. By the way, if you're going to give 50 bucks, keep it. Keep it, exactly. I just logged on. Pretty cool. It's, it's like PayPal. But, like, if I had a Venmo account, I could send you money? Yeah. Yeah, just like if I had a PayPal account, you could send me money. Is that right? Uh-huh, absolutely. Sign up with Facebook. So I don't know if Facebook owns this. They right. might. But, yeah, it's uh, it looks like it's completely through Facebook. Yeah, so that guy got 2,000 donations, so he's got plenty of beer money. So you're telling me smart. he got $10 a donation, he made twenty grand for beer money? Right. I'm going to say he probably got an average of $2 a donation. Hey, four bucks, four thousand dollars. Doesn't say here how much. That's okay. I think you, I, that'd be all right. That's not bad though. Interesting. We should yeah. come up with an. I always say we should come up with an app, even if it sucks, mm-hmm. just to say we have an app and to charge people for it or do in-app purchases. Well, that's the. What does that mean? I don't. That know. What means that means like you make this. This is the fugazi thing that a lot of apps do. They're a free app, but in order to really fully use the app, there's an in-app purchase. Oh, I'm okay with that. So. It looks like you're in the free section of the app store yeah. where it says free. Yes, because it is free. It is free, but really to get use out of it, you got to pay something. I'm okay Once with you that. get in on it. I'm fine with that. It's kind of like the editing software we have. You can download a free uh, piece of it. Of like Adobe Audition? Right. But then when you actually want to try and do something with it other than just edit and save it to your desktop, impossible. You can't do anything with it. Well, what else do you want to do with it? Well, like maybe you want to save uh, save it as an MP3, or you want to go stereo, or you want to be able to email it and send it as an attachment. All of a sudden, it's like, if it ain't running on this computer, it right. ain't running. And then some of the software companies, and maybe I'm sounding old, maybe they all do this now, uh, but Adobe does it, like with Adobe Photoshop, Adobe Audition. I don't know what Adobe is. Adobe is just a company that owns a number of uh, editing platforms for various media. Okay. So they have, they have uh, video editing software, audio editing, photo editing. Interesting. But instead of you just buying their program like you used to be able to do, now you are paying a monthly fee to use the program. I don't like that. I don't either. And it's the same thing with Microsoft Word. Yes. They charge me like $6 a month for Microsoft Word. Why can't I just buy it and have it like I used to? I guess they get more money this way. Uh, The last time I bought Microsoft Word, you had an option. You could outright buy it or... Do the monthly thing. I didn't have an option. Yeah, they may I, have taken that away. That sucks. I don't like that. That does suck, Jerry. We need something with a monthly fee. Yes. Or free with an app purchases, whatever. That's what they always say. And, uh, the best way to get wealth is to do something where, you, where you're no longer doing anything, but you're getting a monthly it's fee It's called passive for income. It. Passive income. That's what I want to do. Yeah, well. Is that what everyone wants? That's pretty much passive what everybody income. wants, yes. Like when, when someone writes a song. And that song gets used and picked up by, like, a TV series as their theme song. Passive income, if I wrote Checks that song. Checks just come in every month. Checks are rolling in, Jerry. I have a friend of mine who's in real estate. I've told you this before. I was with him on Saturday. 
So when the night was over, we went to, we were walking to the car and he gets his mail. He didn't get it all day. He took out an envelope. He's like, this is, you need to invest more because I've done a couple with them and it's been great. What's like that full thing. of checks? It's like here are my monthly dividends. Unbelievable! I need monthly <laughs> dividends. I would love to have a monthly dividend. Yes, you would. Of some sort. Yes, you would. We all would. Yes. Then Jerry, you're aware, especially growing up, and you have children, so maybe you do this with your kids. How many children do I have? You have two kids. Oh, well, look at you. Both boys. All right. Now we're getting somewhere. I know their name, their real names. I'm as sure well, you do. Which I don't want to say here. That's fine. Whatever. So but I, I know them. I've met them a number yes, of times. Have. They're good kids. They're quiet kids. They are very quiet. You have yes. very. Did you, now? Do you feel that was because of your strong parenting, or their their probably their genes would have made them calm kids anyway? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, we've been very lucky. I, I part of me thinks it's because either me or my wife are always around. Maybe that could be. I don't know. I really don't. We've been mm-hmm. very lucky in that sense that we've never had sitters or. I don't know. I don't know. They're quiet and respectful children. They're, they are good kids. Thank you. Yes. So oftentimes, though, Jerry, no matter how quiet and respectful your children are, they'll drop food when you give them food to eat or they're sure. having candy of some sort and they drop it. And we always used to say the five-second rule, that you could eat it right off the ground if you get it within five seconds right. of dropping it. Well, science is now saying that the five-second rule doesn't really work. That huh. things do get contaminated in the five seconds. Well, I would think so. Now, there are certain things that I would, that I think um, are good for the five second rule. Like, I've always thought M&M's, the hard candy shell, that there's nothing getting on an M&M. If you drop it, you could pick that right up. So what do you think? Like a moist food or something? Yeah. So they actually did a study and they found the worst, two of the worst foods that definitely do not work with the five second rule. One, watermelon. Oh, okay. That's going to pick up uh, germs immediately. And two, and this is with kids as well, any gummy product. Really? Yeah. Now, why would that be? Because the gummy, germs cling to gummy. That's interesting. Like gummy bears, gummy worms. I'll even go chuckles. Are you sure you read that right? Am I double, like 100% sure? Only because I just pulled it up only because you mentioned it. Of and the I foods see... tested, including gummies and bread, watermelon was the most easily contaminated. That's a mindset. Right. And the mind says gummy had the least. What? <laughs> you suggesting my research is off? <laughs> no, not, not at all. I'm just saying. I would think gummy, things would stick to the gummy. I'm just saying what I'm reading. You're reading that. It says researchers used all kinds of foods to discover right. watermelon had the most contamination when dropped. Gummy candy had the least. That seems impossible. Because your theory makes sense. Yeah. It's gummy sticky. Gummy is sticky. Right. But well, I guess if you think about it, is a gummy bear really sticky? No, it's more glossy. Right. Swedish it's fish. shiny. Not really. Right. But there are those that would be a little more sticky. I would pick M&Ms right off the ground with no problem and eat it. Really? How about that? Well, I mean, didn't you eat a banana out of the be- out of the toilet here? Well, the banana is the one food that is encased in its own skin that nothing will penetrate. Nothing will penetrate. So you could put a banana, full banana with no holes in it, a full banana in the toilet bowl, pull it out. If someone skins it for you where the, where the wetness from the toilet is not going to touch the actual banana part inside, you could eat that. Don't you worry it's about splatter? Fine. I, if I was the one and I had gloves on and I was unpeeling my banana, I would do that. All right. I would not. You would not? No. 
I would you don't not. you don't care about the um, no. I think some of that seeps skin. through the skin. I don't have that much confidence in the banana skin like you do. I see, Jerry. In our um, walking from the Cantor Fitzgerald BGC offices to the subway, it was a little lengthier than you said it was going to be. It was lengthier. I thought yeah. when I look on a map, things look shorter. Like yeah. I go, the subway's right here, and you go. Well, that's three avenues and 17 blocks. Yeah. You yeah. said, all we got to do is walk three avenues and there's a subway stop. And then I said, where exactly is the subway stop? And you said 59th Street. I said, we're on four. What? No. No, I you said, said 50. I said, no, I originally gave you Times Square, 42nd Street. You said Street. 42nd. I said, you realize we're on 59th. That's 17 blocks away. <laughs> and hence, it was a 25-minute walk. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, looking at the map, it looked much shorter. You were looking on the map, it looks like I could take a hop, skip, and a jump from New York City to Orlando. Yeah. But I got to get in a plane. You do have to get on a plane. Yeah. How about that? Hmm. Well, anyway, we were lucky enough to see one of these. You know, they replaced. Now, you did see one payphone while we were walking. I did, which I was surprised. You were very surprised. But some of them have been replaced with these sort of kiosks wherein you can plug in your phone and or some other thing and get Wi-Fi or that- even use their their screen that's uh, in this, like, kiosk. Hey, that's what you pointed. You showed it to me before. Yeah. I had never seen one. I showed it to you. There was a gentleman sitting on a milk crate using the Yeah, look at the internet. Around on his phone, yeah. He, he had his phone plugged in. I guess he was charging his phone. Right. But if you don't have your own phone, those places have a screen where you can get on the internet. So it's basically a free computer. Ba- it's a free, yeah. How about that? Free computer. Well, a, a woman in the Murray Hill section of... New York City, Jerry. Where's that? That's like a trendier downtown section, Murray Hill. Okay. Uh, Well, she went to walk her dog, and uh, there was a man masturbating at the... uh, On the street? Yes. He was masturbating and didn't... What time was this? Not that it matters. uh, Well, it was daylight because she she decided while she was walking her dog that she was going to bring her dog back inside and grab her camera. Oh, and she caught him in the act. And she said he, he really didn't seem to care. And here's the other thing. Uh, she says he was making loud noises. Yep. I'm sure, he was really, he, he was, quote, this is her quote, enthusiastically humping the charging station. Enthusiastically. Well, did you see the story a couple of weeks ago? A guy was having sex with a tailpipe. I did see that. Uh, explain something to me, please. How is his penis not torn to shreds? I don't know. Number one. Number two, how is that at all there are some, satisfying? There are some strange people who are attracted to automobiles or in other inanimate objects. There used to be a show, I think it was on TLC, called My Strange Obsession. And there was like a guy who married a car. But that's not real, though. It seemed real. To him. Right, to him. To the man making love to the tailpipe, it seems real to Okay, that him. just sounds weird. Man making love to a tailpipe. <laughs> I'm not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe right. trick. What movie was that from? Beverly Hills Cop. Look at you, you son of a bitch. One of my favorite I knew that's one of, of your time. favorite movies. That's exactly right. Yeah, so I would be weary of even using one of those kiosks because you're now touching the things everyone touched. So now there's a great question for you. She takes a photo of it. It becomes a story. Did they send anybody out to clean it? Uh, I don't think so. That was not covered it's in the story. Contaminated. It is contaminated. With semen. Well, yes, probably. What do you think it was? Yeah, one of these web-enabled... Yeah, I would be aware of the web-enabled charging station in Murray Hill. Oh. Murray Hill section of uh, New York City. How about City. all of them? 3rd Avenue and East 31st Street. This is not the first time we've heard of this. No. 
And I don't know. He's smiling in this photo, Jerry. Wouldn't you be? Well, I wouldn't be because I'd be like, what am I doing out here? What did Imish used to call it? He's got a pup tent in his pants <laughs> and he's reaching down and squeezing the lumber. That was Imish's uh, phrase for pretty much self pleasure. A pup tent in his pants. I see. Yeah. Hmm. About that. I thought it was kind of weird what Craig was talking about this morning. Which was what? Getting I don't, I don't blisters know. on your palms? Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. What is he talking about? That I don't know. Maybe if you're swinging a baseball bat or a golf club and you're gripping the club too hard, fine. I would get it when I would go uh, to the driving range. Not being a golfer, but I used to sometimes like to go to the driving range. Right, because oh, too man. much pressure on the club. I would and you rip my hand gloves. apart. Even but, when I wore gloves, I would I would still get the uh, blisters. What are you trying to squeeze the I hell don't out know of what thing? I was doing. Nick Faldo plays golf like that. He believes as hard as you can, you hold on to that golf club because then the head of the club will not move. It worked for him. But not but most other people do not do every that. Every golf professional I've ever dealt with or talked to, the last thing you want to do is grip the club too tight. Hmm. But, Craig, I don't know what he was talking about. And then we got into National Geographic and Boomer's Likes as a right. Child. It was kind of weird. That was very weird. Very odd segment. Very strange. It was going to be moment of the day until Boomer called him out with Brandon Marshall. Yeah. I just thought that was, yeah, that was, I voted for that one. That was more of like a Do you know what the first source. moment of the day was? No. You and your shirt. I'm wearing a... Um, Which, by the way, is fine. I'm wearing a button-down collared shirt. It's buttoned down, and it's short sleeve. And it's fine. And it's got uh, some sort of pattern to it. Not great, but right. it's it's fine. By the way, coming from a guy who had a shirt on last week that looked like someone puked all over. Craig's shirt, yeah. What was that? And Boomer loves the shirts like you're wearing right now. Why they got on you today, I don't know. Well, Boomer likes it. Boomer didn't like it being short sleeve. Why? Why? It's the middle of summer yes. still, or the end of summer. You can't wear a short sleeve collared shirt with a tie. That looks weird. That looks stupid. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Hmm. How about that? How about this study, Jerry? You're familiar with chronic fatigue syndrome? Uh, No, I'm not. You've heard, well, like when people are always tired, they they have a name for it if you don't want to. They have a name for everything. If you don't want to just call it someone being lazy. Okay. They do have a, they call it chronic fatigue syndrome. Go. Researchers... Now, this was in the Washington Post, which is a real newspaper. It's got to be real. The research suggests that the bodies of those with chronic fatigue syndrome have gone into a hibernation of sorts. Like they're hibernating like bears. So if someone's, we think somebody's being lazy because they're laying around all day, their body's fighting off hibernation, like as if you were a bear. Are you serious? Yes. Okay. Has nothing to do with what they eat? And how inactive they are. Yeah, it says. How little they sleep. While hibernation can be of great benefit to bears, it has awful effects on human beings. So we should not be hibernating. Right. I don't think I've ever hibernated. Have you? I have not, no. You spent six months in your, oh, you've spent six months in your condo, but you've come out. I from always time go, to time. right. I had come into work every uh, day. I've Could always had a job. Could you spend six months in your condo and not and come never out? come out? Mm. Let's say you had an ample food supply. Okay. And, I mean, you had the TV. That's fine. But you could not step outside your door. And is there, do I get something when I'm done? Like, if am I looking towards, like, what'd you say, six months? Six months. And they'll say, like, at the end of six months, you get this prize? it's like the guy who ate McDonald's for 30 days to see what it would do to him. Well, he got a documentary out of it. Fine. You'll get a documentary out of it, maybe, if someone likes the story. I mean, he did the documentary. It wasn't sold when he did it. That's true. Someone picked it up. So if you want to have a GoPro on your forehead be so and have boring. cameras around your condo, fine. You can't go anywhere. 
I guess people can come see you. You are not allowed to step foot outside your door. Here's what it would. Here's what the documentary would be: me walking from where my television is uh-huh. to where my computer is to where the piano keyboard is. I would probably play that right more often because I'm locked in my house. Then I'd probably go to the couch and read magazines. Maybe try to read a book <laughs> and eat, and Maybe then clean try up. Try to read a book and do laundry. I'd be doing laundry. Why you're wearing for what? Yeah, nothing's dirty. But I feel like I'd be able to catch up with, like, I'll do towels, I'll do jeans, because I'm not going to be out. I'm not going to be so going out. So you think out. you could do it? I think I could. You'd probably you'd probably walk out a master musician at, at your piano. Right. You probably would, because you I'd would be probably be on that thing for six, seven hours a day. What else are you doing? Right. Well, I'm not going would, to work. And TV would get bored real quick for you. Yes. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to catch up on my shows. And after you watch them all... That's it. You're done with it. Like, right. I mean, it's kind of like a football Sunday. I love football as much as anybody. I'm with you. But by the time that 8 o'clock game comes on, I, it's tough to sit there and watch it. Jerry, by the, I'm not even kidding. By the time the 4 o'clock game comes along, it's like... You've sat down for three hours it's enough already. already, right. I totally agree. I would love one... Let's spread it out. A game every day, but just one. Well, that's not enough. You have 32 teams. Oh. You could do two games a day. All right, two games We're a day. three on Sunday. Well, what if we did a couple on Saturday, a couple on Sunday, then one every night of the week? Yeah, that'd be very difficult to schedule, I suppose. (laughs) I can't believe we're playing Tuesday night. We just played Friday. (laughs) Al's Boring Life. That could be the name of the documentary. One man decides to stay inside in his shell for six months. What if I told... What if this could be a 30 for 30? What if I told you one man's journey was another man's nightmare? (laughs) I don't think it needs to be a 30 for 30. Then you can't sell it to HGTV or Um, anything or Nat Geo or one of those wacko channels. Do you think it's funny because, you know, with the football thing, we get pumped up every Sunday for football. Yeah. And midway through, it's like, oh, it's so slow. Midway through what? Like a game. No, I don't think it starts to get boring. No, it doesn't. Every play's got a penalty. It's not boring. Slow. You know what the problem is, too? It's the same commercials over and over again. Yeah, but the commercials is the time you go restock the food, you go to the bathroom, you talk to your wife for five seconds. I can't be eating for th- seven hours straight. Not seven hours, but you got to have something else you're doing. You're checking your fantasy roster. Right. If you I'm got on like Twitter. I got the, right, I got the DirecTV again. I'm going back and forth to different games. Let's go to the Red Zone channel. Oh, the Eagles are driving. Let's see if they score. There's no reason, honestly, to ever watch a commercial anymore. There's not because right. when a commercial comes on, you go right to the Red Zone channel that has no commercials all day. So I do love f- that about the red zone. Right. So that's your fault if you're watching commercials. Unless it's Super Bowl Sunday, which I would understand, but it's not. Because then you want to see the commercials. Right. Did you know today is National Milkshake Day? I did not. My question to you is, A, what's your favorite type of shake? Where do you get it? B, does a protein shake count today if that's what you have as partaking in it does National count. Milkshake Day? Like if you had a protein shake today and someone said, did you did you know it's a shake day? A mil- well, it's milkshake National Milkshake Day. day. No, I now, think if you I make the oak. protein shake with milk, I think it's fair. I think it works. If you put protein powder in a legit milkshake, then it counts. With ice cream? Yes. I can't just have milk and my protein powder and ice because that's what I I'm don't going think to do so. in about an hour when I get home. I don't think that. I don't think you could say you participated. Huh. All right. Well, that's how I'm participating. Okay. I'm going to go home and have a little vanilla milkshake, protein shake. I like the uh, the strawberry. A fribble at uh, Friendly's. I like strawberry, huh? Yeah. In a shake, I do like a strawberry. Interesting. I like or chocolate vanilla. all the way. 
Really? Yeah, for milkshakes, I don't like a vanilla milkshake. I like chocolate milkshake from Carvel. Nothing more. There's nothing better. Friendly's is okay. The Fribble's fine. What about a Frosty from Wendy's? They're good, but that to me is more like ice cream. I don't think that's a, that's not a shake. You can't take a spoon. You'll sit there and your uh, your cheeks will be peeled into your your tongue because it doesn't work. You need us. You need. That's why they give you the little spoon. That's ice cream. It's a chocolate ice cream uh, cup. I like the chocolate milkshake from Carvel. That's what we need. Why do we not have them today? Uh, probably because we were not in the studio. That's true. And Craig would have probably made me to go out and get them. Yeah, you would have had her on out. And, and that would have been. No, I mean, honestly, that would have been no good. Yeah, not there. Where you lost. would even find one of those? I, I don't might not know. have come back. I might not have come back. All right, Jerry. I what think do you mean? No, no. We're not done yet? No. Do you not. have another item? What about the, the Buffalo Bill players that oh. forgot to get on the team bus? Yeah, how do you... So, yeah. Glad you brought that up, Jerry. <laughs> it's your list. Buffalo Bills players miss team bus, take Uber to the week one game in Baltimore. How about that? How do you miss the team bus? And if you're Rex Fine, how do you not find them? Right. I mean, that's terrible. Rex looks sad. The problem with Rex, and this is why I did not understand why he took that job so quickly in Buffalo. He he went to the same situation. Right. A he team went to that, a team with a defense and no quarterback. And maybe Tyrod Taylor will be a good quarterback. I don't know yet. We, I don't think anybody does. And looking at the way he played yesterday, and that's in Baltimore, I get it. But I watched some of that game. He looked horrible yesterday. And Rex Ryan, for his time in New York... Got the team to two championship games based on defense, essentially. And I think after looking at what Mark Sanchez has become, I think we all understand he did that with defense, which is why, again, I don't understand why we hire and fire guys so quickly. Rex Ryan's a good football coach. He's a good defensive mind. You're going to tell me if Rex Ryan had his defense and Tom Brady, they're not winning Super Bowls? Right. So the whole thing's too. It's kind of like the conversation we had this morning. You know, they were talking about, uh, Boomer and Craig were talking about how you know, last year the Giants lose that game. You know, they almost lost yesterday because if the stupid idiot doesn't stay in bounds and runs out of bounds and Dan Bailey kicks, he already made kicks from 56 and 54. If he hits from 60, that is a brutal crushing loss. It wasn't the head coach that won that game yesterday. They, had, they won because of a mind fart on Terrence Williams and the fact that they I'm not going to say I got lucky because the Giants deserve to win that game. And defensively, they were awesome in the second half. So forget all that. But it, the whole thing of firing and hiring guys like crazy is ridiculous. I always think, too, Rex Ryan is clearly a defensive guy. Yes. So why not have a great life and be a defensive coordinator in the NFL? Because he wants to be a great head coach and he wants to control everything. I and mean, that's it. But you can control all of your defense. I Listen, you know? I'm with you. Be great at what you're great at. Guys always want to step up one step higher than they're really good at. Let me ask you this. You're a really good producer. Do you agree with that? Sure. Would you call yourself a great producer? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead for this argument. Well, at least for the sake of the argument, let's say you are, okay? You're a great producer. Let's say you make $30,000 a year right now. All right, I'm just throwing that number out arbitrarily. I know you make a few thousand dollars more than that. Let's say... Whatever. A station came to you and says, you know what? We like your podcast. We'd like to give you $100,000 a year to be a show host. And then all of a sudden you do it. And six months in, it's really not so good. You've kind of learned you're a great producer. Right. So they fire you. But you made some money. And then instead of going back and saying, you know what? I'm, I'm a great producer. Let me go do that. Another outlook outfit comes and says, not really sure why they fired you. We'll give you a buck fifty to be a talk show host. 
You going to go back and be a, a super and terrific and great producer for no. a fifth of the money, or are you going to take another shot at it? I'll take another shot at it. There's your answer. That's a great explanation, Jerry. I mean, that's what? He makes you make a lot more money as a head coach. Right. He's making millions of dollars as a head coach. As a coordinator, he'll make four or five, well, maybe more than that. He might make seven, $800,000 a year, which is great money. It's not $2.5 million. And 30000 ain't 150000 there, you boys and girls, it. is your lesson of the day, how to fail and get rich doing it. You just took me to school, and it was good. We'll have more on this stuff. Well, we won't, but that'll do it for us. There is no warm-up today. Did it remind uh, you of your school when you had it, when you took me to school just now? I didn't have a school. Oh, that was not a it school? was not a school. College? No, it wasn't a college either, oh, was it? son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyhow, that'll do it for us. No warm-up, so this is it. If oh, you want more of it. me and uh, Al, just go to play.it, search our names, and listen to like the other 9,000 episodes we've done. And, yes. Uh, there's plenty of us to go around. We have the warm-up tomorrow, though, back to normal. Yes, our 11 minutes of fame. What do we call it? 11 stinking minutes with uh, Alan Jerry now? Something like that. It's like a new show. Although we got to stop the whole, it's like a podcast or a show. Just yeah. really short. Shut up. <laughs> All right, have a good day. Okay, I'll see, see you later. It's the Boomer and Carton post-game show. With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.